We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. NBA Most Valuable Player, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis trailing the lob. Giannis Antetokounmpo. One second. Middleton. Hey there, welcome to the Eurostep, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast, proudly a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I am Ty Windish. I am here with the sound investor, Rohan Kadi. We're breaking it into two words now, and I use those two words specifically because we're coming at you folks with a different sort of podcast, a new weekly episode we're going to do here on Sundays. Basically, we've been doing this Bucks stock market thing on Twitter. We talk about it here and there on the podcast, but we figure let's have some real fun on this. Let's actually invest in the buck stock market. So that's what we are doing. We are going full mad money. But Rohan, how's it going? I'm doing all right. It's a really, really cold day. Yeah. I checked the temperature and I was like, oh, it's negative seven degrees without wind chill. Like, that's perfect. Love that's it. great. It's great. So I'm going to be staying warm and staying <laughs> Yeah, but other than that, I'm doing great. Ready to ready to hop on the bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's let's try to pick out the you know Bucks player performance stocks that are going to the moon. Let's get on the rocket ship. Um, so I guess we don't need too much of a long intro here. I think the conceit is pretty obvious. If you're looking to actually check the stocks yourself. Tywindish.com slash bucks dash stock dash market. Otherwise, it's in my Twitter bio too. And I tweet it every so often, but that's where we actually have an archive of all the price changes. Um, technically, we control the market, so we could just make our positions look really good. I don't think we take this nearly seriously enough to do that. I guess we'll see. Um, but yeah, we both have 25 fake dollars to invest, which means I, I think strategically 25 is good because you Actual can't just. Luck. What? I'm not actually sending money to Bucks players. No, you're not actually sending money to Bucks players. Um, I think 25 is good because you can't just be lazy and say, oh, I'll take Chris and Giannis. They would add up to 26. So it's kind of a strategic number. But I figure let's just go back and forth here um, and make one investment at a time. So, Rohan, I'll put you on the clock first. You have $25. You have a bunch of stocks in front of you. What, what, uh, what moves are you making? First... I am buying 
two shares of John Horstock. Oh, okay. Ooh, I like that. That is a bold one off the gate. So my uh, my rationale for this is that in terms of the actual stock market, John Horst stock hasn't really changed that much. He's only at uh, around two dollars right now, so that's why I, I can I can feel confident in buying two shares of that. It's not a massive investment on my part, but I feel like there's only really room for John Horst stock. There's uh, the trade deadline coming up. There's buyout season coming up. This roster, uh, whether it has new players or there's going to be some shifting around at, uh, at the back end, there's really only, like, there's a greater chance of John Horstock going up in terms of adding a 15th guy or messing around at the end of the roster rather than it going down because they make a massive trade. I like that. I like that. And also you left one thing out that could cause this stock to skyrocket. We have the very real possibility of a Drew Holiday extension some point during the season. Yeah, which we definitely do. would definitely make the horse stock go up. I like the buy. I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna invest now. I feel like I have a lot of time to get in here, um, so I might. I might check that out in future weeks. I think for my first one, I just current events have drove me. I, I'm gonna take a shock, a stock of Dante Divincenzo. I'm gonna invest in Dante D O N T, uh, or maybe it's W H I T. I don't know. Uh, one share, one share of Dante DiVincenzo performance. Um, listen, so I, we have to cover this at some point. I figured let's get right to it. Rohan's dying. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo retweeted a couple of my tweets from a few days ago. I may have been less than glowing about his performance. May have compared him to the way Kevin Hart plays at the All-Star Celebrity Game. It happens. Dante did not take kindly to it. I didn't see this happen live. I was ignoring my phone like I like to do, you know, after, after, you know, at night, like I don't, I don't want to look at my phone all the time, but I come back to a screenshot of Dante retweeting these from Buck's lead. Shouts to Buck's lead. Buck's lead does not miss a thing. Buck's lead does not sleep. So credit to Buck's lead. Um, that's a lot of time saying Buck's lead, but, and Nihilus Bucks had also seen it. Nihilus Bucks is like, absolutely terrified that Dante's coming for them next. So if you're tweeting about Dante, just just be warned. Be on notice. You, there's consequences to your actions. Um, but I quote tweeted it and gave said, hey, Dante, you want to come on a Eurostep? Defend yourself um, and address my Kevin Hart comment, which I don't want to say cross the line. I mean, people say truly like terrible and rude things. It was obviously a joke. I don't think he was playing that well in that game. I don't think Dante. It was funny, I, and listen, I stand by it. I stand by it. He didn't have a good game. Um, I did give him an upstock last night. I think he's generally on the season been really good, except for you know a, a down patch of games that the Kevin Hart joke came during. Um, Dante gave that a thumbs down before deleting that tweet. So I don't think Dante's coming on the podcast anytime soon. The invite does stand. Um, I would be glad to talk about uh, your season and development and everything else, Dante. But the funny thing is about you know him calling me out, so to speak, is like. I'm a Dante believer still. I, I think he had a rough shooting run. I think he was looking out of sorts for a little while, but I still believe long-term that he is going to get better. I don't think he's going to go back to shooting like 50% from three, but I think he's going to remain the starter, whether some Bucks fans like it or not. He adds a lot on defense. He's still one of the young players on this roster. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll buy into Dante. Yeah, I mean, we are two of the biggest Dante. Yeah. 
if you want to go back and listen to episodes from before the season, from last season, just we, we, we even before this was a thing, we had the Dante talk. So Dante, my guy, like, come on, if you're going to go after people, you're going after the wrong people. <laughs> There's plenty of people in the Buck sphere that genuinely do not like you. And uh, Ty and myself, we're, Especially tonight, not not that we are not those people. So. No, but I mean, listen, it's all fair. I mean, uh, like I said earlier, I mean, I stand by. It. I mean, you gotta own what you put out there. I'm not gonna go back and oh, I didn't mean it. I meant it. He was playing terrible when I tweeted that. Um, he he rounded out that game. I think he actually ended up getting an upstock for that very game. Um, and he's gotten one in each of the last three, so it's definitely trending upward in his his stock right now. But um, yeah, it, uh, oh well, I mean, oh well, nobody, nobody sees the tweets where it's like, oh, he's going to close playoff games, he's a great role player, he's doing awesome, but I think that's just the way it goes, the, the negatives always stick out more in your mind than the positives do, but, uh, Rohan, what's your, what's your next buy, now that we covered Dante Gate? So, this is tough, so, I, I was thinking, do I want to invest? In DJ Augustine. Hmm. And like, no. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the price is one. So if you like, it's it's a very it's a it's a easily accessible investment. It is, but I could also still lose. <laughs> yes, that's very true. That's very true. That's why I'm going with. How much Dante did you buy? About one one share of Dante. Okay, I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy two shares of Brooke okay. Lopez. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Oh, the, oh, this is. I'm glad we got to Brooke Lopez at some point. Tell me why are you buying Brooke Lopez? People are. I am. I am getting concerned. Everyone knows how I feel about Brooke Lopez saving it for the playoffs. 16 game player. Yada yada. Even I am like, you know, they gave me the literature last episode of the Brooke Brooke Lopez's wash gang. They gave me the literature. I brought it home. Pretended to throw away and didn't. It's on my coffee table now at home. I'm reading a page or two at a time. I'm really – they're getting to me. So why are you buying Brook Lopez? So the thing is, he's in a funk right now. There's no denying that. He is not playing like the usual Brook Lopez that we have been seeing. He's currently at $1 on uh, the stock yeah. market right now. So the thing about this team and the thing that I've learned while watching this team, especially this iteration – is that guys do not stay down for long. This, um, whenever someone's feeling, you know, sort of down, like Dante was feeling down, well, they immediately went and it's like, okay, Dante, you're going to shoot the ball a lot. You're going to get out of this. They're going to do the same with Brooke at some point because I feel like after the addition of Drew Holiday, we can get into this like a Tuesday pod. It felt like he was a little lost in terms of his offensive, like, pecking order role. So it's like, oh, do I need to take more shots? Do I take less shots? Is it just because I can't do what I used to do? Or is it just he's, he's getting a little confused in the new system, new offense, new defense, and that's sort of messing with him because he's a big part of it. So I feel like he's going to break through at some point. Might as well invest when he's down. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I might circle back there this very podcast. Um, I still believe, you know, if we count – I guess it's just kind of going to be ongoing forever, but I guess the real end point of this would be after the playoffs because some players will switch teams or whatever else. 
Um, we'll cross all those bridges when we get there. I promise we haven't got that far ahead. But um, I, I, I still think it's probably a good buy, but I'm not going to use my first or second move of the week on it. I'm going to go ahead and pick up a share of Giannis. Um, it's, you know, it's not the sleeper buy or whatever. It's probably the one people would think of most or, or first. But when Giannis is currently fourth in value and it really feels like he's kind of clicking right now, he's I think he's gotten a lot more used to what the Bucks are doing on both ends. Honestly, I almost thought about two shares of Giannis and just being done. But I'd like to, you know, it's fun to make a couple more moves, see, see how things pan out. But I definitely want a Giannis at 10. I mean, Chris Middleton is at 16, and he deserves it, but that's a lot. Drew Holiday at 14, Bobby Portis at 12, uh, the man Bobby P, um, a potential short candidate. We'll get to our shorts of the week later. Um, I, I know people on Twitter were saying, you, how, do, how can you not short Bobby Portis at 12? We'll get there. We'll get there. But Giannis is looking like an MVP again. He's way more in control. He's finding that balance between scoring and distributing. He just looks awesome. Let me let me get in now because I feel like we might be up to like forty by the end of the playoffs. You can just you can watch me too. You you want a Giannis right away? Same reasons. It's yep. just he's rounding into form. It's I don't know. He's might he might be finding his way back into the MVP conversation uh, yeah. to start the season. Uh, still early, so. I, I, I'm a Giannis believer. We are Giannis believers. Don't come oh. at us. We have to worry about this now. <laughs> there are people yeah. are going to come at us. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, that's very true. Everyone listens to the Eurostep. We joke, people think we joke about this, that Bud listens, the team listens. It's clearly true. It's clearly true, folks. That's all I'm saying. Um, that's a, uh, always good to, to get on some Giannis. So I have – I have 10 units of buck stock available. You have nine available. So that's where we're at right now with – this is tough. There's some really interesting options. You know, I think I am going to go ahead and get – I'm going to go for – I'm going to go four on DJ Augustine. I'm feeling a DJ Augustine resurgence, honestly. Um, and, again, he's priced at one right now, so it only costs me four – um, of my dollars, I just I think the Bucks are kind of figuring out he's not going to be like a put him in four completely you know bench players who can't do anything with the ball and he can make offense. He's not that anymore. But I think if you put him out there opposite Chris or Drew Holiday, and he's the second playmaker, he's pretty effective and he's still good off the dribble. I think the Bucks and Bud are kind of figuring out the best ways to utilize him. And I could see that leading to a nice little swell over the coming game. So I'm going to go in on some DJ Augustine. We'll see. Maybe maybe I'll, I'll lose my buns on this, but I, I feel pretty good about it. Yeah. Uh, I already said I would. You won't, yeah. Because I feel like there's still room for him to go down. But, yeah, I guess. there is. No, he's cheap right now, so might as well. There's there's high upside possibility. Yes. There's high upside that I'm I'm going to get – ooh, this is tough. This is tough. I'm going to get me two shares of Tory Craig. Oh, okay. So just circling back to the last game, so, which was Saturday night, uh, it doesn't seem like the Bucks really cared that much to start off in terms of, like, actual – like, given they, they cared, but in terms of, like, actual like body language out there on the court 
it doesn't feel like everyone would put it in like a hundred percent given they were doing things. They were taking away stuff that plagued them last game in Friday's night matchup against the Cavs. I'm not saying they didn't care, but it just seemed like, you know what, it's a it's a back to back against Cleveland. You know who was out there hustling was Tory Craig. Tory Craig was out there just diving on the floor trying to get a loose balls. He he will he will block shots just to block shots and be mean about it. He, he's out there like I don't know. He's he's putting in a lot of effort, and it feels like he's trying to get a high, like a bigger role on this team. Yeah. Um, and he's playing for that. Happens when you get a high role on this team and you're playing that hard, your stock is just going to go through the roof, through the roof tide. So I'm going to get in while he's only two. I wish we could have done this a little earlier. Uh, so I could get in on the floor when he wasn't playing. But We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'll, I'll take I'll take four dollars with the Tory Craig. I like it. I you know I was thinking about going in this direction too, but now I just I want to switch it up a little bit. I'm gonna really take a shot here, and I'm this was almost my short of the week, so this is a very risky play. I'm gonna take one Pat Connaughton. Pat coming in valued at five, the same as Dante Divincenzo. Um, I think fitting. Uh, uh, eh, sort of. Um, Pat. It's really, I think it's all going to come down to him making threes, which has been the most important part of his rise. And then, like, just jump a little bit less, my dude. Just a little bit less. Uh, if Pat looks through my tweets, you're going to find last night I tweeted a screenshot of Jumpman by Drake and Future and said Pat Connaughton's most streamed song on Spotify. A lot of jumping out of bounds in that game, but he'd really cut it out in a lot of other games. And I really think as long as he doesn't do that, Pat's actually, like, a fine defender. He's really strong. We all know this. We've all seen him working out with Giannis and doing the rock workout challenges and all this. Uh, He's got really useful, functional NBA skills. He just needs to connect on those threes and, you know, not not jump out of the gym needlessly. If you're going to block a shot, go ahead. Otherwise, please no. Um, So I'm going to go in. Five is not exactly where I'd want to do this, but he was six two games ago. So I feel like it's risky, but I think there is some upside. So sometimes you got to swing for the fences and and see if you can take Pat to the moon. Fair. Fair enough. Um, Okay. So I have $5 left, I believe. Yes. So this one is a little risky, considering I feel like he's a little too high right now. But I'm going to go with one DJ Wilson. Really? Okay. Wow. I mean, if I if I have some money to invest, do you do? Check, 
I got to diversify a little bit. Uh, so DJ actually saw he saw a little bit of playing time in garbage time against the Cavaliers. Um, hasn't looked fantastic, uh, <laughs> to say the least. But but that if if Brooke continues to struggle, I got to hedge my hedge my investments a little bit. So <laughs> if oh. used to struggle a little bit, be more Bobby Portis center minutes. You, uh, obviously, because he usually just plays backup center, or you could see some weird lineups with DJ Wilson at center. I don't know. I'm just there's there's a this might be a big risk, but I'm just going to take one DJ Wilson. I almost think your risk is minimized because he doesn't play enough to get a down stock. Like I didn't think he was that good last night, but it was like he played four minutes. Like what am I really? Because he missed a three that he he grabbed a rebound and literally just dribbled across the court and pulled up for three, which I was like, what a bad shot. But yeah, he, yeah. Well, I'm not going to give him a down stock. He needs more minutes to get one. So um, I, I don't I don't hate it. I don't love it. I don't hate it. But between Craig Brooke Lopez and DJ Wilson, basically like. You're gonna win out somewhere there. I feel like one of those positions I feel like has to has to flourish. So I, I don't hate that trio. I almost went super bold with my last one and took one of Sam Merrill or Bud. Not gonna do that yet. I have one to go. Let me just get in on Brooke Lopez. Let me let me walk the talk on Brooke Lopez. Uh, you know I've been saying he's not washed. Again, the reading materials. Uh, I'm reading them now. But I'll still I'll slide my last dollar in for one Brook Lopez stock, and this might be one where I just like let it ride for a while before even thinking about doing anything. So I do feel like I could, we could see this go negative before it comes back up. You're gonna need to have some fortitude to be a big time Brook Lopez investor, but uh, I'm gonna go for it. Fair enough. Welcome. <laughs> uh, so I now have two left. Yes. And. I'm just gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it for fun. You know, uh, sometimes when you have some money to spend, you wanna have fun with it. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, two Thanasts. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so Thanasts is currently back at one because uh, he and he has not changed in a while, considering he has completely fallen out of the rotation. <laughs> So this might be a similar thing to DJ. Like uh, he's not going to change that much uh, unless he finds a rotation spot back. And you know what? If he's in the game, he's gonna he's gonna have some fun. He's gonna have massive putback dunks. He's gonna yeah. Try some stuff. He's definitely gonna try some stuff. Uh, <laughs> yes, that that he is. It's against like the the garbage time units of bad teams. Like how bad could it be? That's. <laughs> That's true. And if we ever do get – I thought the Saturday game was going to be this. If we ever do get a, like, you know, four, three, four starters sit out, like we need random players to play 35 minutes, he'll be in there. Tenasis is going to be in there. Whenever whenever they play Denver. Yeah, also gonna... that, the Jokic stopper. Yeah, which is wild. But... Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um, okay, so that is it. So you – to sum quickly before we do our shorts of the week. You got two John Horace, two Brooke Lopez, one Giannis, two Tory Craig, one DJ Wilson, and two Tanasis. Very active. A very active trader. A lot of positions. You have a complicated, diverse portfolio. I have, on the other hand, one share of Dante, one Giannis, four DJ Augustine, which already kind of feels a little sus, but oh well. One Pat Connaughton and one Brooke Lopez. I might be bankrupt next week. I, I took some risks here. 
Hey, that's the that's the game. That's the game. That is the game. Yeah, it it is what it is. Um, Let's do our short of the week. Again, we don't have the technology or the wherewithal to actually figure out how to do this, so this is just going to be a segment. We're not really going to actually um, figure out any sort of a actual value for this, but uh, I will defer to you because I'm still down to a couple of options here. Who is your short of the week? Are you going to be cold-hearted enough to short Bobby Portis at 12? Oh, no chance. No chance. Okay. I love Good. too. Yeah, Bob, Bobby's my guy. Bobby's yeah. my guy. I cannot stop talking about how much I love Bobby Portis. I talk it's... about how much I love Bobby Portis and Drew Holiday than I have, like, when, uh, like, they've gotten, like, massive additions in the past. Yeah. <laughs> they're, just, they're just incredible, and I love them so much. I can't. My short of the week is Bryn Forbes. Oh, hot take. You know, I'm 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 just gonna track these and maybe we'll figure out something to do with them later, but at least we'll know. So Bryn Forbes, Rohan Short. Wow. And skyrocketing up in valuation here. It's I don't want to say unsustainable because he has a track record of being, you know, like a great shooter. Great shooter off the catch, off the bounce. I just his limitations are going to catch up with him at some point. And he, he's he's higher than, like, who who is he higher than right now? He's higher than, like, actual uh, good rotation. I, uh, see, that's, that's bad phrasing because he is good rotation player right now. I don't know. He's almost as high as he is. Like, come on. Yeah. I, you know, I'm actually a Bryn Forbes believer. I, I almost bought into Bryn. The price is a little high. Maybe if you're right, I'll probably buy into Bryn next week. Um, this is tough. I, I don't see any great candidates. I won't short Bobby either. I, I'm just I'm not stupid. He's an underdog. If I shorted Bobby, he would be he would somehow double his stock in like four oh, he games. Would, he would. He just, yeah, 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 yeah. There's risks. There's risks in shorting uh, Bobby Portis. I almost want to. You know. I'm going to short DJ Wilson. I'm going right at you. I'm going directly at you. It's going to be tough. It was going to be that or um, or Jordan Wara, but just because he's away in the bubble, I just don't think that there's any chance I'll actually be able – I don't think his price is going to change. Um, DJ Wilson is actually still in some games. I, again, I don't see great options. Portis is okay. He probably should have gotten a down stock uh, yesterday. He really didn't shoot well at all, but um, I just got distracted. Um, but I, I just won't do it. I, I like Bobby P too much. Bryn Forbes, I just think like two hot shooting games over the next week keeps him at least where he is now, and I think he can do that. Giannis is finding him a lot. I thought about Pat, but like I bought into Pat, so what kind of an idiot move is that? Tory Craig was the other one I considered, but I, I do think he's gaining ground too. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna hope DJ Wilson gets in a little earlier and just absolutely chucks some bricks. That's that's. The only probably way I, I get any payout here, but I'm going to short DJ Wilson at three, which is not a very, you know, high leverage short. That's fair. Uh, I just feel like if he's he's the type of player, if he gets in earlier, he does not chuck up bricks. <laughs> like he doesn't. Well, he might, but he doesn't like. He might. He won't go hunting for shots if he's yeah. uh, if he's in early. The actual garbage time. Yeah, he'll he'll 100%. We saw that last night, <laughs> dribbling into dribbling into bricks. Just 
<laughs> he was looking like Chetty Osman out there. Oh, yeah. shots. Him from Chetty. Um, Chetty's yeah. going to quote tweet you. Sorry. <laughs> I did tweet that, though. I did tweet Chetty's had some bricks. Uh-oh. 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 Oh, Retweet alert. Retweet alert. You have to be scared of this now, Ty. <laughs> There's no need to fear Twitter fingers. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, can't, we can't fear pushback, Ty. This is, no. We, we, have, we have to stand by our beliefs. We do. I, although... Yeah, I feel like we do and we did. Um, you buying Horst I think is a little bold, but I like it. I wanted to buy Bud so bad, but I just – I'm not – people – see, there's the thing about the Buck stock market. I think people are confused by – I saw a couple folks because I gave Bud the late up, the late up stock, the controversial aftermarket up stock. People were upset. But, oh, Bucks fans are buying Bud again. Oh, the Bud – like, no, I don't – like, it's literally a game-by-game game thing. I thought he coached a good game. He got an up stock. Like, the up stock does not c- carry that much weight of, like, I'm all in on Bud, re-sign Bud, like, let's keep Bud here for the whole yacht. No, 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 no. Just thought he had a good game. It's not that deep. It's that simple. We we do not want Bud here for no. the whole <laughs> No. But while he's here, I'm going to root for him to do a good job as the coach of the Bucks because that's, that's what he is right now. I, I know there's, like, this theory, like, oh, if they tank enough, they'll fire him midseason. I really think that's unlikely. I thought it was unlikely. And now, like, now that they're already, like, off to a pretty good start, some things are clicking. At this point, I don't think the dip would be worth it. <laughs> the dip. We're really all in on stock terms right now. Uh, I don't think the actual dip in their season would be worth it because – like, I don't want them to lose the progress they've gained. I don't think adding, like, putting in Darvin Ham or whoever as the coach would make up for that. I could be wrong. If he's spectacularly bad again in the playoffs, I will be wrong on that. But I think Drew will bully him enough to where he's good enough so it won't be worth costing the team the progress they've just made. Yeah. Drew is treating, uh, Drew is treating Bud like anyone down at the low post. Yes. <sighs> that man is strong. Oh, yeah. I think the upside of the century is we got through this without any Drew or Chris stock being bought. Too high for our initial investments. Yeah. We're, 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 small, we're small investors right now. We're trying to, we're trying to build it up. we got to yeah. make some money before. Like, if you're just starting out on the stock market, you don't go invest in, like, Tesla right away, right? Right. you got to start small. I give it. That's the point. Uh. Yeah, yeah. And no fractional shares in the Buck stock market before anybody asks. And also, just because you mentioned Tesla, we are not financial advisors. This is not stock advice. Like, let's just cover all the bases. Let's just cover all the bases. Rohan is not telling you to not buy Tesla or to buy Tesla. We don't know. Don't listen to us on real stocks, only Buck stocks. Thank you for saying that. This is completely <laughs> a real stock market. We do not do not trust our advice for actual stocks. This no. is this is not real money. No. As we, uh, please do not make financial investments based on the advice that we are giving in this podcast. But feel free if you want to like 
do this with us every week, like track your own investments. If you want to like make your own spreadsheet, go ahead. Um, it might be fun to see if you could outperform us on the market, especially if you're in the discord, we'd love folks in the discord to, to hop on that. Maybe we'll try to set up some way to do that. But um, yeah, I think that's all we've got for this pod. Rohan, do you still have a, an outro on Decky for the new weekly podcast segment? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, we don't have anything else to talk, really. We we got through this. We got through this quick. I'm proud of us. Uh, we did it. We made it. So uh, I guess thank you for listening to this new edition of the uh, the Eurostep here on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. What is the what are we calling this officially? The Buck Stock Market? Just yeah, yeah. I guess the, the Buck Stock Market Investment Episode. I will figure out a better name. Something like that's the Buck Stock Market Episode is the easiest way to put it. Investors Meeting or something like Ooh, that. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a work in progress. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. If you have suggestions, let us know. As Ty mentioned, we if we could get something up for the Discord, that'd be great. If you want to get in on the Discord, make sure you tweet me or Ty. Shout out to you listening to the podcast, and we'll make sure to get you in there as soon as possible. We usually do it within, like, two minutes. So uh, whenever, yeah, if you, if you want to get in, we'll, we'll get you in there. We got you. We got you. At, uh, if you do enjoy this episode, let us know. Leave a rating on Apple and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Make sure you tell all of your friends and family about the show if they want to get in on the Fox stock market. See how that's sort of changing. That's, a, that's in vogue right now. Uh, in stock. Um, but yeah, other than that, please stay safe, please stay warm, uh, and we will talk to you next time.